Welcome back. This is episode 16 of the Writing and Publishing Erotica podcast. I am H.K. Kiting. And I'm Dane Chills. And we're your hosts for the show. This is the podcast where we talk about writing and publishing in general and include some tidbits about erotica specifically. If you haven't visited our blog, go to sexyfic.com and take a look. All our books are listed there, as well as past episodes of the show. And there's also a notification list sign-up form that lets us drop you an email whenever we have a new book or a podcast episode to announce. And we promise we won't load you with spam or sell your email address or anything like that. Uh, If you find that you enjoy this podcast or find it helpful, then review us on iTunes. That would help us out. And also check out our books at sexyfic.com. So, Henry, what is your most recent release? What have you been doing? I have an naughty gay title called The Bunker. It's a couple of military guys, and they make their way to a bunker underground where nobody can hear the screams and so forth. I'll bet some kind of naughtiness ensues. A whole lot of naughtiness, yes. How about yourself? I am currently working on a sequel to Jack's Birthday Surprise, one that I came up with last year that did pretty well, and this is going to be... What happens the year after? Nice. Okay, and before we get going, uh, just stay tuned at the end of the show, and I'll fill you in on a little trick to get my audiobooks for free. Mentioned in the previous episode, I had some audiobooks out, and there's a little free offer I'll have for you in a little while. Stay tuned. Meanwhile, this is episode 16, 2015 Goals, Getting Things Done and Procrastination. It's 2015 already, isn't it? This is recorded on the... What is today? The 2nd? 3rd. 3rd. Okay, wow. The year is just flying by. Well, Happy New Year! Happy New Year to you. Do you do anything with your writing this time of year to tidy things up or, or anything like that? Well, it doesn't really have to be done in January, but it seems like it's a really good time to go through all my old titles. I'm going to go through... And edit all my also buys. Also by Dean Chills and a list of current titles. Some of my books I haven't done this with since last summer, so it seems like it's time to do it again. Mm-hmm. Written several new books since then, and that way all my books will be listed in the beginning and at the end of each of my other books. The best way to sell your books is with your old books. Yeah, in general, we think that's a really good idea. Make sure to include your other titles in your titles that are being released. Uh, on the uh, downside, or maybe it's a good side, my also buy list is now reaching two pages. Mm-hmm. So is mine. So it's yeah. getting long. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I did this last time in July, and I'll probably do it again next July if everything continues going according to plan. And it's one of those things. It's not a lot of fun to do to redo that every six months, but for from a business standpoint, it's a very good idea. Mm-hmm. If Necess- you release a lot of books, necessary and worth it. Yeah. Okay, uh, are you doing anything special other than what I just said with your books? Well, I decided to try uh, a goal of one book a week in 2015. 
So you're very busy writing new books rather than editing your old ones. Yeah, pretty much. I've got a cycle set up, a plan where I'm writing one, editing one, waiting for the publishing process to go through on one. So I'll have a continuous stream of them coming out. So it's like a two or three week process for each book, but you're overlapping them two or three at a time. Yeah, so that one will be coming out every week. Officially announced every Friday is the plan. Have you found that to be confusing, working on three books at once? No, I have a pretty good system, a pretty good to-do list. Keeps me on track during the week. That's my work week. Okay. Uh, You said you're planning on doing a book a week. Is that like all year long? Or what is your overall plan for the year? Uh, My goal would be to have 80 titles total at the end of the year. And how many new ones is that? It's it's not quite one a week. See, I'm giving myself a little bit of slack because I know there's going to be weeks here and there where stuff is going to come up. And this gives me a slack of a few here and there that I can skip or mess up the mess, or I can mess up the schedule. Just so my goal let, just don't let that slack happen in January. That's the way my diets usually go. No, no, it's not going to happen that soon. No, I've got a plan. I'm going to stick to it. But yeah, that's my goal. At the I've got 32 titles now that are out there, and my goal is to have 80 by the end of the year. Okay, it sounds good. Yeah, on my side of things, I'm hoping to do 12 new eroticas this year, maybe one per month, and focus a little more on my nonfiction books. Uh, I'm not quite ready to commit entirely to erotica at this point, so this way I can diversify a little bit. I'm not going to have 80 titles out at the end of the year like you will, but uh, I will have some eroticas and some other things out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so moving on past New Year's. Uh, you mentioned you had a pretty good organizational method to keep track of these three books at a time things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about getting organized. What works for me is a to-do list. I love a to-do list. And I've got a weekly to-do list. And uh, basically when I reach Sunday, I'll just copy-paste that same to-do list again. And then I'll tweak it with things that have come up or special projects for the week. But it's a, a daily schedule of work where I want to block out my uh, daytime hours. How many things do you generally have on your to-do list? If I were to look at your to-do list right now, how many lines would it be? Total for a week? Yeah. I mean, some people make a to-do list and there's three things per day or probably, two things per day. Probably a couple hundred things for the week. So you're But some of those are as simple as feed the cat. You know, some things are just, you know, things that I do every day anyway would probably not forget to do. Why do you put things like that on your to-do list when you know you're not going to forget to feed the cat? This way, I'm sure that I don't forget to feed the cat. <laughs> it's important enough not to forget. Um, also, a little bit of satisfaction, you know, feeling, you know... Feels good checking that checking off? Checking that off the to-do list, yeah. Okay. That's a lot of things on your list. I do a to-do list as well, and I generally have like five or seven things per day on a busy day. And it does feel good checking them off. I tend to be more detailed about it, I think. I've got more small things on my list. Uh, you know, sometimes some of them are just five minute tasks, you know, and quick and easy, but I like to have a to do list that includes it all. It works for me. So. Okay, from our uh, reader <clears throat> li- from our reader emails, I know they love details of these kind of things. What software do you use for your to do list? I just use the notes program that is the standard Apple. It comes with iPad, iPhone, 
and it comes pre-installed. And that works on a computer too, doesn't it? It does, yeah. iOS devices and the Mac and, stuff. And it will sync across devices, but it's a little choppy about doing it. There's, It's not real smooth. Sometimes you'll go from device to device and it is stubborn about syncing. But usually I just work out, I do it off my phone. It's always with me and rather than use paper, I just have a to-do list on there. A lot of tech podcasts and a lot of tech people that I know I listen to recommend Evernote very highly. Why don't you use something like that? I found that the praise that Evernote is receiving wasn't worth it. My personal experience was bad with Evernote. Uh, It didn't sync across my devices. It did it worse than Notes does as far as the syncing. And one time I went onto my phone to get to my to-do list on Evernote and it just wasn't there. Uh, it was some glitch where my note was not actually on my phone. It was online, and I thought it was gone, but eventually it caught up once I got on Wi-Fi again, rebooted the phone, um, and then I said, no, I want my note to be actually on my device, not out in the web and relying on Internet. So I, I switched back to notes again. So the iOS app for Notes is uh, not really feature-packed, not really No, all it's that very fancy, simple, very basic. But, but it's reliable. It, yeah, I found it very reliable. Yeah. And for, for just a simple list, it's it's good enough for me. Okay. Yeah, I How use, about yourself? Uh, for my to-do list, I use the one called Todoist. T-O-D-O-I-S-T dot com. And it's one that I've heard a lot of people use, so I gave it a try. And it seems to work out pretty well for me. It, it's very simple to get set up and used. It syncs across all my devices, and it does a lot of neat stuff. You put notes in there, schedule reminders, stuff like that. But again, I don't have super complicated to-do lists. I usually try to set up maybe five or seven things per day. I don't go into a lot of great details. Okay, so we should talk about our main topic at some point, but I really don't... Oh, yeah, all right. Do you procrastinate? Never. I never, ever, ever procrastinate. You believe me, don't you? I don't want to talk about this right now. Let's wait a while. Let's talk about it tomorrow. (laughs) Okay, do you procrastinate? In general, no, I don't. If something needs to be done, I just do it. With a tight schedule, the way you've got it going, you've got it all set up. This week you're doing this with this book. Next week you're doing something with another book. Sounds like you really don't have enough leeway to fart around a whole lot well if i start procrastinating i'm not going to meet my one book a week goal and i really do want to stick to that so at least those tasks yeah i do need to pretty much keep on on track on this day i'm doing a first edit on this day i'm doing a second edit i'm writing this many words on this day and so forth i find it very easy to procrastinate i do it way too often i should be writing on one day but instead i get done making a cover for somebody Mm. <coughs> me or edi- editing someone else's <laughs> book probably about once a week <coughs> <laughs> yeah it's good to live with an editor <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh yeah it's very easy to get sidetracked for me at least to get sidetracked on other projects i'm a tech nut and i get hooked into learning all kinds of new things my kick this week is in markdown sort of a way of writing things in plain text with headings and stuff like that. It's sort of a a very simplified HTML. And it's just geeky enough that I'm hooked on it. And my to-do list, I don't have to really procrastinate on a whole lot of things. 
my to-do list has all those items on it, but it's not this horrific workload or anything. I'm not stressed by it. A lot of the things that I have on my to-do list are things that I really enjoy. Um, you know, so it's not like I'm working from the time I get up till the time I get to bed. There's lots of slack time in there. I know my next question was going to be, is writing for you fun or is writing for you a job? Um, do you have to do it? Do you always want to do it? Do you do it on days when you don't really feel like it? Is I, this a job for you or is it a hobby? I am to the point now where I can do it on days when I'm not so much into it. Most days I really enjoy it. I sit down and start typing and the story will just flow out and yeah, it's pretty enjoyable. How about you? Is there a butt in there somewhere? No, not really. Okay. No. Yeah, I tend to not have any trouble writing when I start writing. The problem is, like I said, procrastination. It's easy to put off for another day. I got this more important project I've got to do right now. When I actually do the writing, it's not difficult, but it's so easy to set aside and do something else. And it is, yeah, like you said, as far as setting it aside and doing something else, I have to watch out for that because I tend to not want to write in the evening. I'm sluggish and not very creative, and but uh, I'll make sure that I get the writing done first. If I have other things to do in the day, I put that off until the evening. The problem with being a writerpreneur... Mm-hmm. Is your word of the week. Writerpreneur. Is, yeah. uh, it's so easy to get tied up in the overhead involved with writing. Writing is the most important thing a writer does, but it can't be the only thing. You have to build your social media network, Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, whatever it is. You also have to get out there and publicize your book. You have to... That's yeah. really about... That's really the biggies. Editing Edi- your book. Editing, of yeah. course. Yes. Yeah. Um, Re-editing your book every few months. Putting the covers together. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff involved with writing and publishing other than just writing. comes right down to it. How much of your time... If you took all your work time and broke it down, X amount is writing and Y amount is the rest, how do, how do you think that breaks down? Might be. In my case, I do far more of the other stuff than mm-hmm. just the writing. For me, it might be actually close to half and half. For about a 10,000-word story, I figure that's about 10 hours worth of writing. I figure I, I average about 1,000 words in an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. And every day I'm on the social media, Tumblr, Twitter, and, and things like that. That's probably about an hour a day. Um, I usually give three or four edits to a story. Those take about an hour each. figure a 10,000-word is probably going to take 20 hours. That's a lot of hours on one story. So, what do you what do you think your weekly work schedule looks like? How do you break that down? It's Monday and you do this thing. It's Tuesday. It's do it's do this other thing. Friday and Saturday. How how does what does your weekly schedule look like? Mostly of the writing is on Monday through Friday. After I get up in the morning, have some breakfast and so forth, I'll do an hour of writing, do an hour break, doing some exercising or something else. Back to another hour writing an hour break doing something depending on the day of the week and the other things I have going I will do anywhere from one to four thousand words in a day but it varies from day to day of the week do you set a specific (laughs) word goal for yourself like today I will do 2500 words or do you just see what what happens I do it in thousand word blocks where I have an allotment of you know 9 a.m. Monday I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write a thousand words and that will take me an hour or less. 
that sounds very specific. If you're really in the zone and you're spitting out the words right and left, do you stop at a thousand or do you keep on going? I usually still stop at a thousand. And I actually round it up to the nearest hundred too. I keep it, you know, if I if I, if I stopped at thirty two hundred words the previous day, thirty two hundred and twelve words, for example, I'll go to forty three hundred. I'll do a thousand plus rounding it up to the nearest hundred. A little more than a thousand. But generally, even if I'm on a roll and the time says it's time to switch to something else, I generally will. How about yourself? Do you, do you go for a specific word count when you sit down and write, or how do you? what's your preferred method? Most of my stories are between seven and 10,000 words, so that's usually four or so 2,000 word sittings. And I usually just, when I, when I get around to writing, I try to shoot out 2,000 words at a time. And it usually takes me about two weeks to get through one at that rate. As I, I think through it an awful lot before I actually start writing. So yeah, I'm not as fast as you are, but uh, usually four or maybe five settings of sittings of two thousand words each. Mm-hmm. And again, no, it's it's more or less depending on my mood at the time mm-hmm. and how much I can procrastinate it away. Yeah. <laughs> how many hours a week do you think you spend on writing? Probably about 20 hours a week. Now, what by writing there, do you mean actually oh, typing totally. on the keyboard or oh, all probably, the other stuff? No, about 10 hours a week of actual writing writing, where I'm typing on the keyboard. And uh, 10 or more hours of other stuff. Counting the social media, the, the putting the covers together, the editing, the whole shebang. I don't have an exact total, but it's got to be 10 hours, 10 to 12 hours, I would say, of that other stuff. I spend way too much time on that other stuff. Mm. One of my New Year's resolutions this year is to track my wasted time a little bit better. Mm. And things like Twitter, I've got my personal Twitter in there too, in addition to the author Twitter. Um, and I really enjoy doing Tumblr. I think I've got, I, I get a lot of uh, reader base from Tumblr, Tumblr followers. Your Tumblr account is very directed towards your writing niche. It is, yeah. The people who like your Tumblr are going to like your books Mm -hmm. and vice versa. Yeah. And I always make sure to announce my books on Tumblr. Mm -hmm. I I give my fans a lot of good content, and then once a week I say, hey, and I've got a new erotica out. (laughs) Yeah, uh, your niche is very specific that you write in, and Mm -hmm. me too. And your Tumblr is very geared towards that same niche. Mm -hmm, Could you imagine Tumblr being quite so useful for you if you wrote mysteries? I think it probably could. It would take a while, I think, but you could set up a Tumblr that was geared toward a specific genre. Science science fiction or horror or mysteries. It'd take, you know, some scraping to get the post together, maybe. But, yeah, I think that would be doable. Any special productivity tips other than using the notes notes for a to-do list Hmm. do any calendaring things or long-term planning any of that kind of stuff going on no not really the the to-do list is the biggie and um, staying away from distractions when i'm writing or staying focused on what i'm doing which which can be tricky when you've got a a device that you're working on that's connected to the internet and then there's two more devices within reach that have all these apps and games and all these different things. It's hard to stay on track sometimes, but I really do try to stay focused on 
the task at hand. Hey, I'm on level 340 of Candy Crush. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Well, and I love Where's My Water. I'm hooked on that <laughs> and, and the and the spin-offs. <laughs> but, you know, that's for later after I've done my work. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything you can think of to add there? Not that I can think of. Okay, so that's pretty much it for episode 16. Like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I have an offer for you to get a couple of my audiobooks for free. I have promo codes to get Scuba Lessons number one, Pool Time, for free through audible.com. Now, I only have a handful of them, so I can't give them out to just everyone or tell you what they are over the podcast. But here's the deal email me at sexyfic at gmail.com and I'll send you the free code. But you have to promise to leave a review on Audible or Amazon for the book. I need some reviews on there. Once you've done a review for book number one, send me an email, let me know what their review was, and I'll send you another promo code for the second book in the series, The Quarry. Then, if you review The Quarry on Amazon or Audible, contact me again and I'll send you a review code for the third book as soon as it's released. It's not out yet, but it shouldn't be too much longer. Three free books just for doing a couple of quick reviews. Now, these are keep in mind, these are gay-themed kinky stories, so if that doesn't interest you, then please don't ask for a code. Let, let me hang on to those for the people who would be interested. But if that sounds like something you'd like to hear, email me, sexyfic at gmail.com. Give you some books, give me some reviews. We really want to hear from you. If you have a comment, complaint, or topic suggestion, mail us at sexythick at gmail.com or stop by sexythick.com and leave a voicemail in the tab that allows you to record a message. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and leave a review for the show if you like it. And I think that wraps up our show for this time. This is HK Kiting. And this is Dean Chills. And we'll see you next time. See ya.